Hello, y'all. So, I am Jennifer, and I am a hmm, committed prisoner of Jesus Christ. Y'all, I've really been understanding what the Lord's been putting me through as far as like strict obedience and how important strict obedience is. And I just didn't realize it. There's all these things that we think make up a practicing Christian, right? You don't want to be someone that says they're Christ-like, but have no fruit for their Christ-like walk. So we do, we say certain things because we want to make sure that our conviction in our declaration that Jesus is Lord and believing that he died on the cross and was raised in three days, that it shows up in our lives, that there's fruit in that. Y'all, and the Lord is just showing me how important it is to follow him and to be in strict obedience of him. For instance, there's been so many good things I've been wanting to do for people. And he's like, no, did I tell you to do that? Then don't do it. You may think it's good, but if I'm not telling you to do it, don't do it. You need to seek me, follow me and obey me. And I'm like, okay. And why? Because we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities, right? We battle with spiritual wickedness, with evil and dark places. Like we not just talking about him and her. We talking about the enemy that is on the prowl, like a roaring lion looking for who to devour. So the Lord is telling us to be sober, be vigilant, right? You got to be mindful of every single step you take and bring it to the Lord because the Lord knows not only what's going on in the natural, but what's going on in the spiritual realm. I'm going to tell you about some cases that the Lord has showed me, like why it's so important to be in strict obedience to him. I have worked at a homeless shelter and this lady, beautiful lady, somebody I would hang out with, her energy was like, mm, 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 mm. it was spicy. I liked it. <laughs> and I was like, this is somebody I could hang out with. And she was talking about how, you know, important it was for her to just jump in the car and go and how she lost that out the shelter. She can't just get in the store and go how much she liked to cook, how much, you know, she liked just the, um, independence, the freedom of having her own house, right? She had two small kids and those kids were so beautiful, the boy and the girl, and they stood out to me because they'd be like, Jennifer, hi, Jennifer, hi, Jennifer. And kids are just so loving, you know, and they just embraced me. So I had thought, you know what? I'm going to go and invite this lady and her kids over to my house because I had stopped working there. The Lord said, this is your last day. <laughs> so... I said, you know what? I might invite them over to the house. And I'm just thinking about this. You know, I'm like, I'm gonna invite her and her two kids over. I'm gonna let the kids play video games and just run around the backyard. This was back in the day. And 
you know, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to give her the keys to my car. I'm going to just trust her and let her have a mom day. Let her have a free day and go. Now, mind you, she told me her story. And she told me her story that she used to, you know, be on crystal meth real bad, real, real, real bad, you know? And she was so honest. And I was like, wow, she trusted me with that. You know, it's so beautiful. And I would never say her name. I would never say her situation, nothing like that. Nah, she trusted me with that. But the Lord did release me to say this here. So I say, you know what? I'm not even thinking of that because I don't know her in that light. I just know her in this cleaned up, beautiful space. The Lord said, no, you're not going to do that. Now, this is a beautiful thing. I'm going to invite her over. I want the kids to come over. I want us all to be like, you know, family, get to know each other. Let her go have some fun. I want to provide relief for her. I want to be there for her, right? I want my faith to show up, my good deeds to show up and not just say, oh yeah, you know what? One day you'll get there. I want to be involved in the process and help. The Lord say no. Now, what if you take the kids and she take your car to go get some more drugs, to go get some crystal meth. What you going to do? And now she back on the street again. You'll never know if she came back. Now she take drugs in the center, right? He didn't say this part, but just think of myself. What if she was to take drugs back to the center and get kicked out and be back on the streets again? What if she get hooked again and them kids end up having issues? But because you want to do right, but you don't seek me on what's going on, you could cause the whole family a situation. But he told me, he said, she needs the structure. She needs the isolation. She needs the restriction because she needs to be working on something else, right? She needs to be working on staying clean, staying off the streets, getting ordered, thinking, strategizing about her next move, getting focused in on her job, taking care of her kids. She'll need to be worried about freedom and being out there and hanging out and doing all that stuff. She'll need to be worried about cooking. She need to be worried about getting her life together. And the control and restriction and limitation allows her to do that. I said, wow, my heart was in the right place. It was the right thing to do. It was a good thing to do. I felt like it was a God thing to do, but it was not for me to do and definitely wasn't for me to do right now. I did a um, a video on that before that there's levels to this decision making now. What's the right thing to do? What's the good thing to do? What's the God thing to do? What is the you thing to do? And what is the right now thing to do? Because you can pass all of those stages and the Lord is like, it's not for you to do. Or it's not for you to do right now. David wanted to build the temple, right? For the Lord. Right thing to do. Good thing to do. God thing to do. It wasn't for him to do. It was for his son to do. It definitely wasn't a right now thing to do because it wasn't even a him thing to do. So we got to bring even the good things we want to do to the Lord. I saw a daughter and a mom at the store, right? And these people were at the homeless shelter that I had worked at. And they were talking to me in the line and they were just so drawn and so captivated by me. And they were just talking and it was so cute. But then 
I had forgot something. So I stepped out of the line and I was like, okay, it's nice seeing y'all. I walked out of the line, y'all. And you know how when you're done with a conversation, like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to go back and do more of that. That's where I was at. I'm just being honest. So I kind of took my time and kind of took a detour. But when I saw them, they looked at me and then they got out of the line and then went back to the back of the line. So by the time I came around, it was right there with me again. I said, hmm, that's odd. So they was talking to me. So then they go to the front, right? And they get ready to pay, but they have their hot dogs and they showed me their hot dogs and the little stuff that they had. They only had like six items. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to go make dinner. And my immediate thought is like, oh, I'm going to pay. I'm going to go help them out. The, I asked the Lord, the Lord said, no. I said, okay. Later, they saw me outside and they were still talking to me. And the little girl was like, intense they were intense on where do you live where are you staying we're staying over here the daughter even said we're staying right here in one 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 this is where we're staying and they just kept lingering and i wanted to say like oh i'll go over there and hang out with you guys or oh i'll go see you or oh i'll give you my number mm -mm. lord said no so i just said okay <laughs> all right bye the lord told me later he said now, what if she would have spent the $20 you spent on that, the $20 that she was supposed to spend on those groceries, what if she spent it to go buy alcohol? What if she spent it on something she didn't have no business to? I told you no, no, the answer was no. <laughs> it was a good thing, but God said, no, don't do it. So I'm like, well, what about me going to go, you know, give them my number or like going to go? No, that's a distraction. That's what the devil wants you to do. The devil wants people to have access to you so they can drain you, right? Drain you of your time, drain you of your energy, drain you of your money. See you out there thinking you were doing a good thing, trying to be a savior and save everybody. And God's like, I'm not calling you to that. If I'm not calling you to do that, don't do it. Cause you don't know what the spirit is behind that thing. Do you know that when God has you in purpose, when God wants you to go out and do a thing, when God's like, hey, I need you to move with specificity in this season because I got to get you somewhere. You got to get on this path and it's narrow and it ain't easy. So what is the devil trying to use? He knows your heart. He knows to send just the people to say, so you can go ahead and go on over to the side. Now, two hours later, you still talking to him. Guess what? That's two hours that you didn't get a chance to do what the Lord had you do because now you don't spend all your time talking to them. Now you don't want to talk to nobody after that because you cooked. That person all took you on an emotional roller coaster and you done. You ready to go home and take a nap because the devil knows how to get to you. See, God's going to bless you with a lot. God wants to bless you with money, a job. He wants to bless you with purpose, with opportunities, with all that. Do you know the devil's coming right behind you? Right behind God, I mean, and he's coming to try to take it. Okay, if I can't stop him, let me see if I can get myself in that and pull him away. Huh? With something good, y'all. With something good. See, I be doing stuff 
for people thinking that it's the right thing to do. And I realized, well, if God's not telling me to do it, God ain't in it. I'm doing Christ-like stuff, right? Praying and trying to speak to people about God and trying to get into, um, you know, some things with people and trying to, you know, convince them to come to God. You would think all oh, that's all good all the time. And God's like, don't you know the devil has mocking spirits? The devil has spirits in which he wants to twist you up and get you all wrapped up. And now you arguing and fussing and cussing in your mind at an individual. You distracted, you wasted all your time and the devil don't done his work for the day because he don't got you off track. He don't got you off focus. You sitting over there doing apologetics with an individual trying to convince them how the Lord is good. The Lord didn't call you to do that. Now you know what the devil won. You walking away like I spoke the God's name. I spoke Jesus name. Yeah, I wasn't shamed in front of people. So now Jesus can't be shamed to say my name in front of the father. The devil just got to win. Because a half hour later, you, you all spun up. Now you telling everybody in the world what happened with this guy, what happened with this lady. Yeah, she tried to tell me and I said, no, -uh, not my Jesus. <laughs> you thought you won. The devil did because he got you. He got you. I had another time where the Lord gave me a list of stuff to do he, like he does. You know, I work for the Lord. I'm a servant of the Lord. I'm a slave of the Lord. So he, you know, laid out the stuff to do for the day. While I was on the computers, this guy came up talking to someone else and he said something to the effect of, you got to know Jesus. But I ain't worried about that because I don't know him. And then walked off. Now, if that didn't get my spidey senses, the guy talked to me later when I went off to the side and I got ready to walk out and he was just talking, talking, talking. And the Lord said, and he was talking about how his girlfriend, you know, was talking about abusing him or doing something like that. That pricks my heart, right? God said, go, go. I said, why? He said, it's a distraction. Go. You need to go do what it is that I told you to do. Now, my loving heart wants to say, let me talk to him. And then let me talk to him about Jesus. <laughs> let me let him know he don't have to hurt. He don't have to walk around like that. He don't have to be alone. He don't have to walk around not knowing. Do you know Jesus want to know you? God said go. Oh, what the Lord is teaching me in this hour. This is a call to follow Jesus. If Jesus ain't going there, why are you? If Jesus ain't told you to go there, why are you going there? I did another video that said, if God ain't in it, why are you in it? I really want you to think about it because sometimes you're just doing and saying a bunch of stuff and you're not considering what the source is that's driving you to do that. Sometimes it's the enemy that's calling you to a fight. Sometimes it's the enemy that's calling you to trouble. Sometimes it's the enemy causing you to be distracted, to drain you of your resources. Sometimes it's the enemy that's just trying to throw you off. You need to lean on God and ask God. God to show you what's happening in these situations so that you can be alerted to the wiles of the devil, the tricks of the enemy. Because God knows this. God can do this. God defeated 
the enemy. He dead. He 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 already he already done. It's a done deal for him. But you need to rely on the Lord <laughs> and stand in your authority in Jesus Christ and ask the Lord to guide you and lead you in this walk because you don't know what's going on. All you know is you just moving through this life. It ain't about doing Christian-like stuff. It ain't about just doing good in the world and doing good stuff. I'm telling you, you ain't got to sit there and guess about what God wants you to do. You ain't got to sit there and think, oh, you know what? Well, maybe today I can go serve the homeless and maybe I, you know, God got a plan for you. You know, God wants to tell you what to do. You sit here and let the enemy run you into the ground and thinking you doing good. Look at David. If he would have built that temple, he would have spent all that time, wasted all them resources and would have been showing off probably. Yeah, I'm doing this for the Lord because my God, because I love him. Meanwhile, God didn't tell you to do that. You so out of the will of God. Because it wasn't for you to do, but because it's a good thing, you're going to do it. So it's something I want to share because I'm inviting God into my activity. When I go to pick up the phone, I'm like, God, should I pick it up? When I'm talking to people, I'm like, Lord, what is this? What should I say? What's going on? I'm praying through it. I even talk to my kids while I'm talking to my kids. I'm like, what do you want me to do, God? What do you want me to say, God? As they're talking to me, I'm talking to God. Right? When I encounter people and they come and talk to me, I'm talking to the Lord. I'm like, what do you want me to do here, God? What do you want me to say? I be talking to people now and I'm not doing God bless you's and oh, the Lord and this and that. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Because I don't want to be somewhere where God ain't. If God ain't led me to that thing, I'm not going to sit up there and think that I'm just going to go to it and then invite God into it. No, it ain't a, it, it's not me calling God to follow me. <laughs> it's not me calling God to say, hey, wherever I go, you follow and bless it. That ain't how this work. It's a call from the Lord to follow him. And if I follow him, my steps will be blessed. What I follow him in. If he ain't in it, that means I'm just doing stuff. Enemy got traps set up all over the place. He knows how we are. We just, we get a little bit and we like, okay, I got it now. I can do it. No, he knows how we are. He knows the sob stories he can lay on us. He knows the people that we get to. It ain't always somebody with horns, right? It ain't always somebody with a disfigured face, which we could clearly see is the devil. It ain't always somebody that's angry, upset, has a hateful spirit, all of that stuff that the devil's using. Because we usually looking for that. We like, oh, yeah, I saw. Oof. Yeah, he ain't got the right spirit operating in him. I see that. 
but where we overlook and I've been guilty of it and the Lord's been showing me is if it's good, <laughs> if it has my name written all over it, it can draw you and entice you. But if I'm not telling you to do it, reject the invitation and go the other way. Because if I'm not inviting you, who is? Strict obedience with the Lord. You do what the Lord is telling you to do. We don't play Christian. We don't act Christian. We are Christian. To be Christian is to follow God. To be Christian is to take up your cross and to follow God. That's all I got. Talk soon.